Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Is the Legault government engaging in heavy-handed assault on those unable to submit to vaccination or taking a responsible position to protect the 90% of vaccinated Quebecers from the 10% unvaccinated fellow citizens? These are all questions that are being asked or being debated. Julius Gray is one of Quebec's most prominent human rights, civil rights, and constitutional lawyers. What's your view of the so-called vax tax? I don't think it's a tax. I mean, anything can be a tax, but it's not connected to revenue in any uh, rational way. It's not taxed on property or earnings or anything like it. I think it's more, uh, more akin to a penalty backed by a fine. Remember, if they made it illegal the penalty would be a fine. They wouldn't send people to prison, presumably. So this is uh, an indirect, convoluted way of prohibiting a form of conduct and fining people if they don't agree. Now, the question is, obviously, you can create penalties and you can back them up with fines. But is that this one a violation of the Charter? And the answer is it clearly is a violation of the Charter. It's, it violates bodily integrity, injecting something into people, forcing people to undergo treatments and so on. is clearly a violation of the Charter. So we're left with the eternal issue on Charter. Is it justified under Section 1? Section 1 of the Charter says uh, reasonable limitations necessary in a free and democratic society. Uh, is this reasonable? Uh, the three-pronged test from the Oaks case says, first question you ask, does the government have a laudable purpose? Clearly does. Fighting COVID is a laudable purpose. Is there a logical connection between what they're doing and fighting COVID? It may not turn out to be right, but I think there is a logical connection. It's uh, it's an attempt to get people to vaccinate, and we all know that the unvaccinated form the majority of hospitalization or deaths and so on. Um, so there's the third issue, and that's the one where I would call it a close call. Uh, is it is there something less invasive, uh, less constraining that could be done? And that's where a, a legal debate would be. Um, I think the government would have a fair chance of surviving it. First of all, they've won most of the cases on the COVID regulations. The only one they lost, and that was perfectly logical, was when they had the curfew, the homeless. What could they do? Where could they go? Of course, the court sided with them. But uh, the, uh, um, the government would bring in experts to say that this is uh, their way of uh, trying to reduce mortality and so on, the preserving of life which that I agree with, preserving of life is the most important uh, element in in anything. Um, But on the other hand, it's a very serious violation of the Charter. I think the other side would also have a good argument under Section 7 and so on. After all, we allow Jehovah's Witnesses to refuse the transfusions even when they're clearly indicated. We, We don't force people physically to do uh, the sort of things that are 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 like, that are being required of of Quebecers. So I think you'd have a very very good case with each side uh, producing arguments uh, that are uh, worthwhile. I think it would have been better had the government simply said it's a penalty backed by a fine rather than uh, a, a tax which is, doesn't resemble any sort of tax anybody's ever seen. 
uh, Italy has created a rule forcing people over 50 or 60 to be vaccinated. I think Austria and Greece are about to do the same thing. So uh, I'm sorry to, to not give you a final answer because I myself am torn, but I see it, uh, and this can happen in law as it can happen in medicine, as a close call. Just like a doctor can tell you, I don't know if you're, you'll survive or not, you might. Uh, so I can tell you, I don't know which side will win. Do you I expect think, Do you expect it's going to wind up in the courts? Pardon me? Do you oh, expect it to wind up will. in the courts? Of course it will, because uh, it, it's not something that's an emergency that will have to be done within a few days. And when they try to recover the, the, the whether, what they call is a tax or, or a fine, uh, a person will be able to uh, serve a notice and, and defend it. So you, you, could, you could flip a coin. Uh, as I said, I think the government will have very good arguments and will have very good experts okay. uh, arguing that it's necessary. Do we know how much this tax, this fine, whatever we're going to call it, how much money was, is involved here? Well, no, we don't know anything. We don't know how it'll be done. Will it be enforced <laughs> through the Income Tax Act? Will it be, uh, he said it wouldn't be trivial, wouldn't be $10, but would it be 1500 or 10000 or 20000 There is a limit, by the way. If it's 100000 if it's a million dollars, everything you've got or everything most people have, then surely that would not pass muster. Uh, but uh, assuming it's a substantial but not uh, totally destructive amount, it'll end up in court, and people will defend it. And, you know, much will depend on the atmosphere at the time when it finally comes up. Will the pandemic be a thing of the past, and uh, we'll be looking at it with a certain equanimity, or will it still be raging around us and those uh, people will still be afraid? Uh, courts are not outside society, and they'll be judging on the basis of of the world as it will be, I guess, in 2023, when a final judgment on it comes to be rendered. Okay. Who's winning the public debate? Pardon? Who's what? Who's winning the public debate? Uh, I think, on the whole, people are not in favor of uh, uh, the anti-vaxxers or the libertarians. Uh, on the other hand, Premier Legault has lost some of his popularity. He was incredibly popular. He was moving towards 100 out of 125 seats. But the polls uh, that came out this week made him lose some things. So I think he has lost some, some of his uh, 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 support. But on the other hand, the, most people are not in favor of the dissenters. Okay. Mr. Trudeau said that he needs more information on this particular initiative before he's able to speak on it. I, I would suggest respectfully that you've just provided all the information that we, the Prime Minister requires. We, we should be hearing from Mr. Trudeau, don't you think? I think he should, he should pronounce himself on it. Uh, you know, he doesn't have to pronounce himself totally for or against. He can do, as I just did, say that it could go either way. But he should tell us that he's thought about it and should express his uh, ideas. For instance, I would tell Mr. Legault to call a fine a fine instead of calling it a tax. Yeah. I think it's an important <laughs> principle of honesty. Uh, call the thing by its name. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, yes, I think we should hear from Mr. Trudeau. It's like being pulled over by a police officer and, and being told you're being taxed. It just doesn't make any sense. We know what a fine is. We know what a tax is. You're absolutely correct. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.